I just got this news just now. You know, we're all sitting at home. We're dealing with this craziness that's going on all over the planet, which is something that I've never seen before. You guys never seen before. So we're all dealing with this and we're all getting bored. So we had mixed opinions about UFC 249 going down. A lot of us, at least me personally, like here's how I, I, I thought about this. Like for Dana White to have this go down after Habib made a statement saying this is just not worth it. And for those of you guys out there have been waiting for this fight to go down for how long? This is the fifth time this fight was canceled. And you gotta excuse the dogs in the background right now. Fifth time that this fight got set up and the fifth time this fight got canceled. I mean, we don't want to have it under a situation where these guys are in the 100%. But this is a fight that we need to see with every fighter going 100%. We don't need that thing in the back of their mind, even though they went through the camp. It's just not fair. It doesn't make any sense. Not only that, but who has money for UFC 249 right now? Nobody can afford it. My girlfriend just got here. That's why the dogs are going crazy. I hate that. I hate that more than you guys do. It's a good way to uh, ruin everything. But it was just reported, I believe by Brett Okamoto, that UFC 249 is officially canceled. And there were talks about it being on an island. They were gonna do it in Las Vegas at a, a pretty small venue. And it just didn't feel right. I mean, not only was the Habib fight not really gonna go down, but now we had Justin Gaethje in there, which don't get me wrong, really wanted to see that fight. Love Justin, I interviewed him. Uh, and he's even met my family before, nice guy, before he got signed to the UFC. Um, just very smart. I saw his last couple fights for World Series of Fighting. And then when he came over to the UFC, you know, that debut he had against Michael Johnson, it was just like unreal. That was his coming, coming of age moment or just like, all right, it doesn't matter where you're fighting. Justin Gaethje is down for the fight. He's, he's down to, to scrap. And it just showed it right there when he stood up to be like, all right, Habib's out, I'm in. You guys are bored at home, I'll fill in. I was still excited about it, but still didn't feel right. It was gonna be a little difficult to get in the mood for a fight with everything going around right now. And what, was it gonna look good for the sport? And Dana White, there was a, a news report that was released earlier today that I read and just really didn't make any sense. And it just, I don't know if it was the right move for the UFC to do. So let's go, let's go react to this guys. Cause this is breaking to me. So let's go on to Twitter All right here. Let's head over to Twitter. I'm gonna type in hashtag UFC 249. And I believe Brett Okamoto just reported this. So I'm learning about it as you guys are. Okay, so here's a video. Let's, uh, let's rock the video. One hour ago. Okay, so here we go. Oscar, daddy's working, so you gotta be quiet, dude. There's nothing going on upstairs, dude. Outside UFC President Dana White and Dana a couple days ago. Stop So, you know, I've told you this whole thing has been a battle since day one. You know, we've, we've been, since this pandemic started to, uh, Put on this event on April 18th, and today we got a call from the highest level you can go at Disney and the highest level uh, of ESPN. And uh, okay, first off, very interesting that he says, you know, we got the call from the highest. You know, 
Dana White to why did it take this long guys we are a week away from this event and it's really felt like we have no information about you know Rose Namjunas dropping out and here let me make a comment really quick a little off topic but I see you guys on Twitter uh, talking about Rose Namjunas dropping out and you know kind of bashing her where were you guys bashing uh, Habib when he came out because I, I didn't see any of that I didn't see any of that, but it's so easy for us to, to bash Rose or, or poke fun of fighters that, uh, I don't, I, it's weird because Rose came up in a weird way. A lot of people out there didn't think that she really won the title. They thought it was a fluke. She went in there, did it again, and now they're saying, oh, it was a fluke because look at Joanna now after uh, leaving. It's just, it's just a mess, man. And, you know, when Habib dropped out, I think that was enough for everyone to be like, all right, like. Let's be real about this. Is it worth it? Is it worth it for these fighters to go out there and risk their health? I, I tweeted this earlier today. If you guys out there, my mom works at Yale, okay? So uh, as of yesterday, there was 50 deaths reported at Yale, just a couple miles away from where I am right now. And if any of you guys out there have ever had the flu or... Um, have seen anybody that has been suffering from this virus, it's enough to scare you away to be like, is this really worth it? Unless you're really hungry for money, unless you're really just down to scrap, which is what Justin Gaethje was down for. But for the president there, for Dana White to go in there and be like, the, the event's on. That's gotta be scary if you get a phone call from him and be like, you wanna fill in? You're not gonna say no. You're not gonna say no, and you're gonna wanna make your fans happy. Um, I was excited for this. I was going to tune in for it. Who has money for it? Has anyone's check came in? Did anyone get the checks from government? Did you get your unemployment check? If you did, was it that much? Are you going to spend $70 on a UFC event? If they did have the event, a lot of people, a lot of us on Twitter, uh, on MMA, uh, hashtag MMA Twitter, were discussing, why don't they just do this for free? It would be a lot better. Could you imagine, you know, it, it would almost be like Super Bowl commercial type. Like there's going to be so many people watching. It, it, it put this on ESPN. It's gonna it's gonna kill it. But it just seems like you're putting your fighters at risk, and it makes me really think. And it should make you guys think as well, and it should make the fighters think, as well. And it's something we all know. We don't even need to think about because we've done so much thinking about it. Making that decision to hold this event, say it's on an island or in LA, wherever, is it smart? To risk your fighters? Does it say that you care about your fighters? Should we be the first sport to come back before the NBA, before the MLB, before soccer, before anything? You know, even on ESPN, you, get, you, you see these guys with green screens behind them, still at home. Stay home. We're all supporting to stay home. We should be supporting our fighters. We should be tweeting Dana White. We should be tweeting the UFC. Listen, we care about the fighters. We don't want to see Habib versus Tony right now. Dana, I, I know you want to be at the forefront and, and try to minimize this. Not saying he is minimizing it, but risking anything for our entertainment, for you to make more money, basically. Because at the end of the day, Dana White and everyone over there is going to be making Disney and everyone is going to be making money, which is why I'm surprised, which is why I sped off and paused the video. I'm surprised Disney didn't make this phone call sooner. So let's continue this video. We're about 40 seconds into a two and a half minute video. So here we go. Uh, one thing that I've said since we started our relationship and partnership 
with ESPN that's been an incredible one. It's been an amazing uh, partnership. Uh, ESPN has been very, very good to us, and the powers that be there. And let me pause it right there. It has, man. I had my doubts. I didn't know where we really ranked when we went over to ESPN. I felt some type of way going to ESPN+. Plus. It's been great so far. It's been amazing. You know, going back to uh, Fuel TV, going back to, to FS1, where you didn't even know what channel it was on half the time. ESPN, $5 a month, it's convenient. Why didn't they step in and say, Dana, we're not going to air, well, it was going to be on pay-per-view, we're not going to air the prelims. Was there even prelims? Let's uh, actually, before we react more, let's actually look at what the card was supposed to be, which I, I can't even find that right now. Let's just continue the video. But I believe it had uh, Francis Ngannou on there. Uh, it had Rose versus Andrade on there. It was a pretty stacked card, and Danny was even like, listen, we're going to stack this thing. This is going to be the most stacked card you've seen. This is what we are going to want UFC 200 to be. He didn't say that, but basically, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You don't even need to be an MMA fan. You were going to tune into this. People are dying for anything. People are dying for content right now. Look at the YouTube numbers. Look at the podcast numbers right now. I see why Dana wanted to do this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was for the money. We all wanted to see a fight. But is it the right thing to do? Is it the mature thing to do? Or is it the little kid in us that just wants to sit down with a bag of popcorn and just admire violence, basically? So uh, it, would, it would be even crazier if they went in there and loser had to get stuck with Corona. Like, that, then... It would be straight blood sport style. It would be, uh, that would just be insane. Mohad Fula, gotta make a, gotta make a little cartoon on that, my brother. One week away. Okay, the Tachi Palace, and I don't mean to do that. The Tachi Palace is where they wanted to hold it. There have been UFC events that have been held there at the Tachi Palace. I don't know if you guys know the Tachi Palace. Not that big of a place. It's it's not that big. Not so uh, all day in a, a, a relationship. And it's been very, very Tachi Palace. Okay, here we go. In California, the Indian Reservation has had our back this whole time, has stood their ground. And uh, so going to be sanctioned. Fight. And let me tell you this. When the world gets back to normal, the California event will be a Tachi Palace. Oh, really? I'm doing a fight there. I'm going to bring them a big fight, and I appreciate them um, standing with me okay. uh, in, the, in this thing. And, uh, you know, I want one other thing I want to really point out is all of my fighters that are under contract with me, I want them to feel safe, take time with their families, and... and uh, now, this is something that this should have been addressed a while ago because I feel like a lot of us out here that love the sport, we're all dying, guys. We're all dying. I don't mind if they throw on events on ESPN that are replays. Matter of fact, I saw a tweet the other day. It was like, oh, my dad's just getting into MMA. This is a lot of fun. What fight should I watch with him? I said, listen, you don't want to just say, oh, you got to check this fight out. Throw on a whole fight card. If you have somebody that is interested in MMA, they've never watched it before, and you want them to get interested and wrapped up in it, and you're sitting there, you're trying to feed them all this information that happened, it's a hard thing to do. It's hit or miss a lot of the time. You're not going to be able to pump people up or see it, paint the picture, the beautiful picture that you have in your head of what that event was or what that fight was. Watch the whole thing. Let them paint the picture. But my point being here, 
kind of crazy they're going to have an event at the Tachi Palace when they return. But Dana White should have said this a while ago. All of us would have agreed that would be the right decision. And if you don't agree with that, let me know how... If you, if you don't agree with that, go get the coronavirus. Go get the flu. Tell me how you feel. Tell me if it, it's, it's not worth it, man. The world's on lockdown. What is this show? What kind of leadership is this? They said we're about to have another peak. So let's get fighters together. And here's the thing. If you're going to have an event, well, first, it's going to be weird to watch an event with nobody in the crowd. But there's going to be a lot of people that have to put that thing together unless you want to stream through a webcam, you know, just for a TV production team. I went to broadcasting school. There's a lot of people that have to put that together that you don't see. There's a lot of stuff going on backstage that you can't sit at home and do. I don't know how they were thinking they were going to pull that off. And we still don't even have all the information we needed. It was really up in the air. I'm glad that this happened. So let's uh, finish this video up. We got about 30 seconds left. You know, enjoy this time. Don't worry about the financial part of this. You're going to get the fights on your contract. Then I'm going to make things, you know, uh, right with the people who are willing to step up and fight this weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. What did I just say? When these fighters get a call from Dana White, you're not going to say no. If Dana White calls you and says, you want to fill in, we need you, kid. And you know how the UFC operates. You know how Dana White operates. You do that, you think you're doing a favor. I mean, yeah, you're going to get a nice money, but you think that you're putting your foot forward and they're going to remember that. They're not going to really care. At the end of the day, it's about money and making the fans happy. If you don't make Dana White and the fans happy, they don't care about the fighters. And it's awful. It's sad, man. It's so sad. I could go on forever about this. I've... I'm going to take care of as many people as I possibly can and, and, and do whatever it takes to make these guys all feel comfortable. All of my employees... Bullshit. 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 That, that line right there makes me so angry. It's so hypocritical. Nobody's getting laid off at the UFC. Another big rumor that was going around. Dana White wanted everyone to stay there. Said, "Want to go?" I don't know if that's what really happened, but there was rumors going around that people were getting laid off, this and that. And it's it's a hard time for anybody out there working. I have a personal best friend that works at the UFC that puts together uh, for UFC Fight Pass a lot of the uh, fight documentaries. A lot of I don't want to get into it because uh, it's just going to upset me, man. When I heard that news, it hit me hard. It hit me hard. You know, Dana's going to say one thing now, but how many times have we heard Dana say one thing and then find out the truth a minute later? It's very hard. He's the perfect PR man. He is. He's, I'm, listen, I love Dana Wayne. I'm so happy when ESPN, uh, not ESPN, but when uh, WMEIMG bought the UFC, $4 billion or whatever the total number was. I don't want Dana White to go anywhere. No one's going to be able to fill Dana White's shoes. Uh, and he is doing a great job addressing this. But it's like the boy who cried wolf at a certain point, which really, honestly, as a media member, makes it even more entertaining. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It makes it more entertaining, and it makes you squint your eyes and kind of calculate what's really going on. And I love that. That's exciting. I'm not going to lie either. 
love reporting on this right now. We've all been bored. I'm really happy that they canceled this. Everybody's good. We will be the first. What about Bellator paying their fighters that didn't even get to fight when the event got called off? Is Dana White, here's what I want to know. Is Dana White going to pay the fighters that stepped up? Is Justin Gaethje going to get a check, Is even though they didn't weigh in? You know, you got these guys training. Tony Ferguson, he's been training, preparing. Habib, he dropped out. Smart thing to do. But he was still paying money to train. Traveling. And you know what? If they even had the event, you couldn't even have your entire team there. Go back four years ago. Look at Paul Felder uh, when he made a Go uh, GoFundMe account. I interviewed him that day or the day after, and we spoke about it. Paul Felder was like, listen, I took it down. Uh, it, it didn't look good, but the issue was, and this was before any of this happened, he basically said, I don't have money. The UFC was going to pay for two of my cornermen. I, I need more than two cornermen there. So, interesting. Very interesting. Um, sport back. Fight Island is real. <laughs> Fight Island is real. Screw where you're going to have it. I want to watch an event on Fight Island when things get better. Have an event every year. Dana White Tuesday Contender Series should be held on Fight Island. That would be so sick. Come on, guys. It's a real thing. The infrastructure is <laughs> being built right now. Yeah. What is this, the Olympics? Where you got, you're, they're, they're, how far along did they get? Whose island is this? Uh, there's a lot of jokes we could go through right now, but let's just wrap this up. And uh, that's really going to happen, and it will be on ESPN. <laughs> no way. No way. Look at Brett Okamoto this whole time. He's thinking what we're thinking, guys. Look, look at the face right there. And Dana's looking at him like... <laughs> What a screenshot, man. Because Brett knows. Brett knows. Brett does a great job, by the way. I like Brett a lot. I like Brett more, I'm not going to say more than I like Ariel, but he does a really great job. And his face, one thing, if you go to acting school, if you go to broadcasting school, your words are half of it. Your animations are 80%. <laughs> like, what's the, uh, you guys remember the movie The Little Giants? Football's 60% toughness and 90% mental or something like that. That's broadcasting. And that's it, guys. So let me know what you guys think about this. I'm going to wrap this up. My girlfriend just got here. She did a great job calming those dogs down. How about we give Oscar a round of applause? Give us a, a heart for Oscar for chilling out. I don't know what he got so excited for. I think he was just upset, just like we all are, because, we're all, listen, we're all dying for fights. We're all trapped at home. Uh... I don't want to see any fighters uh, come down with this virus. It's going to affect their career in ways that I don't even want to think about. And like I said, my family works at Yale. Uh, and we've had a lot of close friends that have got the coronavirus. Uh, matter of fact, my mom told me a third-year-old girl came in three nights ago, four nights ago, third years old. I'm 30 years old, four months pregnant. After a couple hours of walking in the hospital, she left the hospital in a body bag. That's how serious this is, guys. It's not worth it. Go buy Fight Pass. UFC right now is putting free fights up on their YouTube channel. Go watch that. Now is a good time to 
watch a full event. Buy UFC Fight Pass. Buy ESPN Plus. Watch some of the old events. Uh, brush up on, on, on some of the older fights. There's a lot we could be doing without harming anybody or risking anything. So with that being said, guys, stay safe. This is Pure Evil MMA reaction video. Make sure to subscribe. Just did an interview with UFC champ Sean Shirk. Also, Slap for Cash, Nick Diaz confronting Logan Paul. Hear from Slap for Cash what he had to say. And are they going to be having a boxing match during the coronavirus? Guess you have to go check it out. PureEvilMMA.com for all the links. iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. White knuckles to the end. Behave yourselves.